Welcome to the Catch the Fire London podcast. We hope and pray you'll encounter God as you listen to this message. Come on. Hi, everybody. Oh, welcome to this beautiful, sunny Sunday. Oh, my gosh, it's gorgeous. Um, today, I would love to share a little bit about of my, I guess, my identity message. This is, you know, at the beginning of the year, um, Dan got to share about his, where he took off his clothes and bits on stage, which I'm sure most of you remember if you saw it. And people have also talked about, um, you know, Alistair talked about the Father heart and the heart of God and his journey of sonship. And so I want to talk to you about my core message, which is the name of Jesus. Ah, Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Because of that obedience, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name in the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm. And every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God, his Father. Amen. Amen. Come on. His exaltation is above all things. It is above everything. It is absolute. You know, I checked the definition in the Bible when it said his name is above all names. And what does all mean? All. Simple as there is, there is this this highest position that is given to his name. He has the greatest authority over everything in this earth, in the heavens, and in the demonic realm. In Revelation 19.12, it says, His eyes were like a flaming fire, and on his head were many crowns. He has the unlimited crowns of sovereignty, of authority over absolutely everything everything and anything. My testimony is that as a child, I, I, wasn't gr- I didn't grow up in a Christian household, but I grew up as a seer. And so as you can imagine, that was quite confusing. Uh, I didn't understand the things that I was seeing. And in particular, I used to see the demonic realm um, quite a bit. And a lot of the time, this would happen in the nighttime. You know, God even reserves the nighttime watch for special visitations from him, giving dreams and visions and releasing things um, from the heavenly realm to us. And so, you know, we don't want to separate the day from the night. The, the opportunity to meet with him, um, receive from him, dwell with him is, is 24-7. And the, the nighttime one was a particular of attack for me as I was going to bed. And I would see uh, demons fly about the ceiling of my room. And, and I can tell you as a child, that was scary. I, I did not understand and I did not like it. There was just this swirl of, of demonic presence that would cause this fear to arise within me. But I had grasped from hanging out with a couple of friends who knew Jesus that he was the Almighty that he was sovereign, that he was the highest deity, that he was the king of kings and the lord of lords. And because of that, because of who he is, when you call upon him, 
when you call upon the name of Jesus, everything has to shift. Everything has to change. That nothing can stand before him um, and remain in his presence. When Jesus comes, everything else that is contrary to his will and his way has to bow and has to go. And so the thing that I learned in the nighttime place when I didn't even really know Jesus exceedingly well, I, I, I knew him, I'd I'd said, Jesus, you know, I want I want you in my life, and I I want you to be my my God. But I, as a young child, I didn't have an understanding of the the serenity that he carried, of the fullness of his character, the fullness of his love. He was the name that I clung to. He was the name that I knew would save me, and he was the name that I knew would make a difference in everything that was going on. And so I didn't know how to pray. You know, I was young. I didn't have the words. I wasn't eloquent. And as fear rose, I, you know, I couldn't even and say the name of Jesus with the authority um, that, you know, most people speak it or even that we speak it now or the understanding of, of who he was or even in a mature relationship with him. But he was the one I chose to cling to and put my faith in. So in those nights when I called upon the name of Jesus, and that was the only name that I had that would come out of my mouth, that would come out of my lips. When I spoke his name, Jesus, 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 by the third time I would say it, the demonic presence had left. And every time, every night when they, when they would plague me, that was the name that I knew that if I said it, it would stop and it would go. Jesus, when he comes, Everything else must bow. Everything else must leave. And so for me, when, when even as a young child, I began to understand the name above all names. I began to understand that the name had power. It had weight. It had authority. And when he came, not only did the demonic go, but the peace of Jesus came in that place. The peace of Jesus would come and I would sleep soundly, that I would enter into a beautiful time of rest and peace and fall asleep, waking up the next morning refreshed and ready to go for my day. His name is power filled. It's not just a name. The power of his name rests in his person, the person of Jesus himself. He is the fullness of the deity in bodily form, it says in Colossians. And in Hebrews 1.3, it says he is the radiance of God's glory and exact representation of his being. Where there is no faith, no relationship or submission, Jesus is just a word. However, when it is, even if it is said with the faith the size of a mustard seed, or whether it is said with a childlike understanding or maturity of relationship, it is a game changer in the spirit realm. You know, we can rely upon him to show up, to help, to intervene and to intercede. Why? Because in Romans 10.13, it says, everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be rescued and experience life. That is the promise from God. That is a promise that he does not back down from and he does not deter from what he has released from his mouth becomes established for all eternity. He is the God who is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. And therefore he does not withdraw what he has said. 
In Romans 10, 11, it says, everyone who believes in him will not be disappointed. And therefore, he is your strong tower that whatever you are facing, you run into him with everything that you have and you call upon his name with everything within your being. For through his name, foundations are shaken and demons flee. And you know what? Cancer is just another name. Poverty is just another name. Anxiety is just another name. Depression, loneliness, estrangement, unemployment, these are all other names under Jesus. So the Bible teaches us that there is no higher name than Jesus. So whatever you are facing, whatever is in your circumstances, in your situation, it has to bow its name to Jesus. These are all just other names under him. So when you feel down and out, when you feel that you have nothing left, you call upon the name of Jesus and he will come in and he will come and be with you and he will come to you. Even if you feel that you have nothing, when you have not even the, the substance within you, nothing inside of you, like you are going under, you still have breath in your lungs. And what does that mean? That means that in the, Jew, the Jewish name for, for the highest authority of Yahweh, it's, it's said it's a holy name. It is a, it is a name that cannot even be spoken. We as people have put the word Yahweh to it. But actually in its essence, it is the intimate relationship of inhaling and exhaling. So when we breathe... The correct pronunciation is, yeah. And so if all you have within you, if the only thing that you can do in that moment when fear rises, when oppression comes to you, when you feel overwhelmed and like you have nothing, if the only thing that you can do is breathe, you are calling upon the name of Jesus. Just breathe. That is all we have to do. In Psalm 138 verse 3, at the very moment I called out to you, you answered me. You strengthened me deep within me and my soul and you breathed fresh courage into me. So as you breathe, not only are you breathing and declaring the name of Yahweh over you and over your situation, your body and your life, but the breath of God comes into your lungs because every time we breathe in, we breathe in God, <sighs> breathe in God, <sighs> we breathe him in. The power and the glory of heaven must come into you. It is the life-sustaining gift that he gives us that is his presence because the moment he, he moves on from his presence is the moment we go to be with him in eternity. And so when he comes, he comes in like a flood and he brings you courage to the very breath that is inside of you. And his very breath comes with that strength for you. And so what happens in those moments is that as we lean upon him, as we grow deeper with him, as we move from this place of fear into courage, from this place of desperation into confidence, we see a shift that occurs. Say shift happens. You know, when we, when we breathe, when we rely upon him, when we go to that place with him, a shift has to come. Yeah. You know, we become to rely upon him and we learn about him and we experience him. And the things that we experience of him become experiential truths. 
And so what that means is that the things we're experiencing become true in our lives. When we see his goodness, when we see his mercy, when we see him interceding, when we see his, his intervention, when we see his hand, when we see his mercy, we start to understand his character and we can rely and lean into it more because it becomes an experienced truth for us. And therefore, when people and things come against us with their facts, which are, which are earthly, we can come at them with the truth. And the facts have to submit to the truth. In this world, Jesus is the highest truth. He is the highest name. He is the highest authority. So even the facts of the world that may look like something, you know what a Daisy and Eno were talking about? The market doesn't look right right now. I might not have enough money right now for it. There are bidding wars going on and it's tight. But that, has, that is a fact of the world. But that has to submit to the truth of Jesus. And so we have to start believing in the heavenly things, in the heavenly presence, in the promises of God that he has over us. And you know, I, I had a dream the other night, even as I had been preparing for this. And in this dream, I spoke to Chloe about it. I was like, Chloe, something, something's up around this. And in this dream, I, I was with a couple of people from church and, and Dan was there as well. And a demonic presence came into the dream. And it was a, a dream, a demon dressed in white with a white face. And it was like a cloak. And there was a, a, a weird thing of seduction around it, trying to lure people in. And as I saw it in the place of where I was, I said, uh-uh. I'm rebuking you right now because we've been given the keys of the kingdom, it says in Matthew, and we've been given the authority of Jesus Christ as believers to stand in, his, stand in his place as representations and declare you to shift. And so what it says that we bind, we can bind things on earth and we can loose things from heaven. And so as I was rebuking and binding this demon, it was starting to shift but wasn't quite right. And you know, I was just like, do you know what, Jesus there's a better way right now. And I began to worship in the dream. I began to call upon the name of Jesus because there is no higher name. There is no higher authority. And as I declared, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. The demon flew because he could not stay in the presence of the worship and the name of Jesus. And so I want to encourage you that in the daytime, yes, in the nighttime, yes, we call upon the name of Jesus and things have to shift. The darkness has to tremble and and, and, and he, it has to go. It cannot stand in the presence of the Almighty God. And so what happens is we go from a place sometimes of desperation and, and fear. And then we come out of it as we journey and we be with him and we learn with him and we experience him. We become confident in who he is. We become confident in the person of Jesus and the name of Jesus. So when we use it, we use it with the confidence of Christ. Everything God invites us to do, even overcoming fear, is heavenly in nature. It contradicts the world. We live in a topsy-turvy kingdom where the, the least are exalted, where joy is given for mourning, where beauty is given for ashes. This is the topsy-turvy kingdom that we live in, where things don't have to make sense in the natural because we live in the supernatural. 
And so we must learn to respond to things in a heavenly manner. We must see a shift from ourselves, from looking at things with the eyes of the world and the the worldly mindset that the enemy tries to cap us with. And we must respond in a heavenly way, in accordance, not to our own ability or even our own faith, but according to what heaven decrees. And so today, I, I felt that the Lord wanted to minister into Thank you, Duane. Wanted to minister into fear leaving, heaven coming, and us seeing with heaven's eyes, us having an experiential truth of who our God is and knowing that he is the greatest authority in this world. And so we're going we're gonna to worship and we're going to call upon the name of Jesus right now. So would you stand with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you that there is no higher name than yours. I thank you that you are the highest authority, the highest majesty and might and power, that you are our sovereign God and you you love us and minister us with a, a love that is so of fire and joy and compassion and and everything that is within his character yearns for us to be in knowing the fullness of who he is. He wants us to walk in freedom. He wants us to understand that he, he is who he says he is. And so we're just gonna worship. And we're going to declare the name of Jesus. And as we do, I come in this place that every fear must Oh, every darkness must tremble and leave in the name of Jesus. That every place where the enemy has stolen, every place where he has claimed territory, we rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. And we declare that there is no higher name than Jesus right now. There is no higher name that we desire you, Jesus not just for your name, but for your person, for your presence, because it is you. And so as we sing, release the name of Jesus over yourself, over your situation, over your home, over your atmosphere. Release the name of Jesus. Thank you. 
Jesus. All darkness flees by the fire of heaven and the name of Jesus himself. I declare I am a fear-free zone. Everything of fear, leave me now. In Jesus' name, you go where Jesus sends you. Never to return again. Not harming anyone else. I am a fear-free zone. And Jesus is the name by which I am saved. Come on, say it again, Jesus. And then just put a hand on your head and just ask the Holy Spirit. Just say this, Holy Spirit, would you fill me up where everything of fear is gone? Come on, you need to ask Him to fill you. Fill where the fear was. Fill Him up, fill Him up, fill Him up. Overflowing with His presence. Take a deep breath in, the Yahweh. Come on, breathe Him in.
for Daisy, Ash, Tanya, Karina. Can you come to the front real quick? I just, we just felt like it's not going to be a big ministry time. We just want to lay hands on anyone who has been fighting against fear because it's not your battle. We want to agree with you that the name of Jesus is above every name. So if you've been struggling with fear or anxiety, just want you to, come on guys, just, just, just come, just come and just let these guys lay hands on you. It's not going to be big ministry time. If you feel like you're about to fall down in the spirit, just kneel down. There's Karina, there's Ash, Tanya, if you, are you able to? Oh, brilliant. But come on, just come unashamedly. Unashamed, every single person in their lifetime has entertained fear. But we declare this morning, this afternoon, and tomorrow, and every moment, that fear is not our friend. Jesus is our friend. And so some of you need to break allegiance with a friendship of fear. It's just a real quick, we agree. We agree. We agree. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. That Jesus is your friend, not fear. We make agreement with you right now in the Spirit. And we declare that Daddy's got you. Daddy's got you. Jesus' name is higher. If you feel like you're going to fall down, if you just kneel, that would be great today.
to go home with any fear or anxiety. And so we're going to start to wrap this up. But if you have any fear, anxiety, depression or concern that is consuming even a decision, let alone your life, then you would be doing the cross of Christ a disservice by leaving with that thing still attached to you. He died so that you could be free. It was for freedom that Christ has set you free. And so as we start to pack up, I am going to release you to come forward for prayer. Exactly. The bell has tolled. It is too vital that you live in freedom for your relationship with Jesus, for your relationship with yourself and for your relationship with the world. I'm not even going to say supposed to be reflecting Jesus, which you are, but just for your relationship with Jesus and your relationship and your contentment in yourself, you need to be free. So please do not leave with any of that still attached to you. Amen? We speak to everyone who's and we bless you in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit to receive the freedom that Jesus won for on the cross. He didn't do it for any other reason that we could, than we could have access into the presence of God. And it is the presence of God which banishes all demons. They cannot stand in and around and on the children of God when Jesus is the Lord of everything. And so if you have any of that still attached, please come to the front. We want to continue to pray. We bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night. I said, Steve, Dwayne, Chloe will be ministering tomorrow night. Dwell is upward. Praise, exaltation, exaltation of Jesus. And you are more than welcome to come. Next week, same time as normal, not the same time as today. If you want to help us pack up, that would be helpful. But please, I say it again, do not leave with any fear. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>